Welcome everybody, Yankee Chronicles Podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here with Evan, Rob, and Donald. And before we get started, we just want to ask you to check out StatementGames.com. You can find a unique experience all your fantasy sports. Check out DocGardensBaseball.com.org to learn about the final of baseball. And also YankeeChronicles.com. You have some great articles all about the Yankees past, present, and future. And we are going to be talking about the media, Mike Lupica, and bias against the Yankees, because it never seems to fail every year that no matter what the Yankees do, they're always in the media, they're always a step behind some other team, and they get completely disrespected. Donald, you, you found an article that Lupica put out through MLB.com. Let us know about that. He did, yeah. He posted an article on MLB.com uh, and the, on the state of our, our pitching staff. It was posted on January 26th, so it's fairly recent. And it, in a word, it's ridiculous. I, he just just tears it apart. He just tears it apart. So, I mean, there's a couple of references here. Um, f- for instance... He mentions here that the Yankees haven't won the World Series since dinosaurs roamed the earth. I thought that was ridiculous to say. You know, I mean, I don't think there's a Yankee fan on earth who even contemplates anything like that, considering we're the most successful franchise in all of American sports. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. And, yeah, and then, of course, he just goes uh, and sets about and tears our everything, our entire rotation apart. So he says here, um, he says that we're the MASH All-Stars in reference to the TV show. And uh, he then goes through a pitching rotation where he's like, Kluber pitched one inning last season. Severino, no innings pitched last season. Tyon, no innings pitched last season. Herman, no innings pitched last season. Then comes Montgomery and Garcia, who did pitch last season, but not particularly well. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he thinks that Garcia didn't pitch particularly well is an embarrassment. Because I went through, just after I read that, I was like, no, that's not right. That's not right. So I went through ESPN, and I went through each game that Garcia pitched. And every game, apart from one start against the Red Sox, he pitched a quality start. You know, where he pitched over six innings of, of three runs or less, uh, apart from one game against the Boston Red Sox. And I think it, it pitched against the Marlins, but it was a winning game. I think he gave up four and seven, which is fine. We can live with that. So the fact that he actually went and said, but not particularly well, is it just shows A, how, how much he hates the Yankees, and B, how little he actually knows about the Yankees. Like, he comes off his perch, you know, climbs onto his, his big boy chair, you know, and then just rips the Yankees, you know? I hate the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> On MLB.com, which is actually meant to be a neutral website. That's what I love. That's a site where you, that people go on for information, not to go on and read about some dude's absolute inherent but hatred to, you to expect, the Yankees. You expect that from the uh, Boston newspaper. 
Exactly. No, I don't expect it from anyone because it's immature journalism. Be a fucking professional. I don't care what professional at all for growing up. If I get hired by ESPN and they tell me I'm a baseball reporter, I'm not going to be biased towards the Yankees or hatred towards the Astros. I'm going to sit there and be a professional and talk about facts and stats and things that are actually relevant to the game. But he sits there because he hates the Yankees and he does this every single year. He's done it since 1988. When he was on Stupid Sports Reporters. Screw that show. They're a bunch of idiots. They don't know anything. And the bias has existed for how long? A really long time. Look back at when Matt Sui should have won Rookie of the Year. But because he played in Japan, they're now going to count that against him and give it to Angel Baroja, who never played again? Like, are you kidding me? But it's been every year. Like That's another thing we talk about. The fact that the writers are biased. Because... DJ LeMahieu has been robbed of two MVPs. Jeter's been robbed of an MVP. This is just all top of my head. There's far more. Brett Gardner and all the gold gloves that he should have gotten. Yep. It's, like, it's seriously, how, how do you not get a gold glove if you lead the outfield and not having any errors for that season and you lead them in outfield assists? Nope, that's not gold glove worthy, but you're going to give it to a guy who had like three errors that year? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, they they don't want to give the Yankees any credit. No matter what they do, they you know they sign. I'm surprised they didn't rip apart the call signing that they you know making a claim that they overpaid because that's well, what they need to do. They read Lipkin's article. He's like, well, the Yankees haven't won since forever, and they pay the most expensive contract ever for Cole and a monster contract for Stanton, which will be paying for the next decade. So I mean, he's constantly ripping us in all his articles. It's, right, and what does he say about the Dodgers? Nothing. nothing. I've never seen anything. No, they're the Golden Boys. And nothing about the Red Sox, who's his beloved. His beloved Red Sox, you never hear a bad word about them. Of course he's a Red Sox fan. I mean, yeah, it bothers me. It's, it's like he's saying stuff that we already know. Like, we yeah. know Kluber hasn't pitched. We know Tyon hasn't pitched. We know Herman didn't pitch last year. We know these guys' injury history. He's not breaking any news here. He's trying to be like, oh, look at me, look at me. I know this stuff, but everybody in baseball knows this stuff. So yeah. he's just clearly showing that he's trying to hate on the team. And look, I don't care if you want to hate on the Yankees, go ahead. because It's been done my entire lifetime. It's been nothing but hate on the Yankees. And But this article, like just looking over it again, it really just – there's no point of him posting it. It's, like, it's everything that we already knew. We knew about her mom, what he did. No one agrees with what he did. Like, no one can sit there and defend Domingo Herman yeah. for what no. he did. It was disgusting. But he mentioned that in the article, didn't he? Yeah, he goes and mentions that. Like, we didn't know what happened. Like, everybody knows what happened. People know about these players' injury histories and their stats last year. It's just like, this is just him rambling, and it gets posted on a freaking There was MLB. also no analysis. Sorry to interrupt, Rob. There's actually no analysis. At no point did in that article did he go into the details of any of those deals. Like, how the upside to the tie-on deal, for instance. Or right. how I think I actually had a semi Cy Young award season and no, but you know year. what? You brought up you a know? good point because it's not only that, yeah. So like maybe Kluber and Tyon, you know, haven't pitched Garcia yeah. when Severino comes back, they haven't pitched. That means that they don't have that wear and tear on their arms like other pitching staffs may have from last year. So up no, and he, he also 
he also fails to mention how ridiculous last year's season was. We had so many issues with everything across the board. It was the 60-game season. We had the pandemic. We had all these rainouts. So it's like a guy like Kluber who came back and tried his best, but because of a freak injury while he was being rushed to pitch in the season for a new team, we're going to count that against him completely, but not look into the fact that in 2018 he was a Cy Young winner, basically? Are you kidding me? Another point there, Evan. The story. He only tells us the no, negative. That doesn't count. He's a Another now, Evan. That doesn't count what he did before. Another point there, Evan. If you want to look at the stats, you see, it's very difficult to judge a player's stats over a 60-game season because one bad start affects your ERA yeah. completely, almost for the entire yeah, it's year. It's dramatically different for a pitcher, like you're saying. Yeah. Dramatically. And, and the, the problem, too, is we we rag on Gary Sanchez, and I know I wasn't in support of him last year, but then again, you have to give him credit for the fact that it was a very bad season for a lot of players, and yet the Yankees are being over-magnetized because they're the Yankees. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so, for instance, he says here that uh, Garcia didn't pitch well, right? But the 3-2 and two, four, four, 490 ERA doesn't look good, but that was only because of one start where he gave up a ton of runs. Exactly, but, that, that's, but that's every game was really good. 60-game season, one bad start, one bad game, derails. Yeah. And he only pitched like eight games. Yeah. And, uh, and most of them are almost entirely quality starts, but one bad inning, and that affects your entire ERA for the season, you know? And also, the Yankees struggled to, to win games for a period, so he'd actually been pitching quality starts but not getting the wins for it. But that's not his fault because he pitched the shutout against the Mets over six innings in his first start. I don't think he got the win for that because – It's like even last, even that year when Chad Green had to go back to the minor leagues. Yeah. Because he had like a 10-plus ERA, but Great finished point. the year almost in the fours. When you're pitching one inning at a time, you know how hard that is to drop the ERA like that? But they won't talk about that. All they talk about is how he got punished to the minor leagues, which he welcomed to fix himself. But they won't mention that part of it. That he no, I, and I, I also hate I hate the fact problems. I hate the fact that he mentions the Cole deal, but he's going to ignore the Bauer deal. The Cole deal makes so much more sense for us than the Bauer deal would have. And, yep. and it, it's just, it's so stupid to me. It's so stupid that because we gave a lot of money to Cole when we had to do it, a player who we have been looking for since we drafted him in 08, so over a decade, we, we, we spent poorly. Are you kidding me? Every team wanted to do what we did last year. But it's but because know, we did it as bad. All they kept screaming about after 18 was how the Yankees didn't have the starting, you know, they didn't have that ace pitcher. Then the Yankees go and they get the ace pitcher and they Correct. still want to make a critique out of it. They could all go Correct. for themselves. The Yankees did what they needed to do. The fans were to completely behind it. We're glad we have call. We're ecstatic about it. So what's next that they're going to hate on? And the thing is, if we didn't get Garrett Cole, if he turned around and actually signed for the Dodgers last year, oh, we would have gotten shredded be, for it. We would have gotten shredded for it. They would have been on our asses. All oh, the Yankees can't even, the big bad Yankees can't even get Garrett Cole. Do you know? So it's uh, either way, we'd always have been ripped. We, we get ripped for giving them the most expensive contract, which would have taken to sign him. And we would have gotten ripped had we not signed yeah, there's him. There's two issues the media. We buy our championships or we're a poverty franchise. Yeah. There's no in between for us. And you know what? We deal with it. 
because we know what we have. The players know what their what their value is. We don't need the media to keep hype, hyping or diminishing their, their play on the field. Yeah. Let the stats speak for themselves. Because uh-huh. there's no seat, you know, it, it's, what is it, it's 93, the Yankees haven't had a losing season. What other team can say that? But then again, you know, we bought we bought our winning seasons. But that's the thing. I mean, I think it's strangely because the Yankees have been competitive since forever, since I can remember. We're always basically a playoff team or right there, right? Basically for all our lifetimes. They're pretty much in the playoffs every year. And if not, they're they've got a winning record, right? But then there's teams like the Red Sox. Only recently, well, for most of my lifetime, couldn't win anything. But then for recently, they've started winning World Series. But whenever they do, they need to tear the whole thing down for six years. And then they come back and win. And then break it all down again. So, But they get credit for that. But the Yankees don't get credit for the fact that they're consistent every single year. Do you know? So, like, what do you guys think of that point? I think it's bullshit. And I think you're accurate in that statement. We, we have been relevant pretty much every year of my life. I'm 32 years old. Like I said, I think we've only had, I don't know, a handful of times in which we haven't made the playoffs or we haven't won. It's whatever. So it, it just when you're that relevant and get no credit for it, it's infuriating. Yeah. Because I don't think you deserve credit for tearing things down and then starting all over again. No, I don't the think fact that-, that we were able to do what we did in 2016 when we announced that we were going into a rebuild and it only lasted three months as a rebuild is amazing. But they they still celebrated that the Yankees were waving a white flag on the season. Yeah, I don't even think they were doing that. They never followed up going. I think that's a dumb shit. They didn't wave a white flag at all. I hate when people say that dumb shit. They did. It's actually better when we actually put in Sanchez and stuff like that. When we when we gave him the, the reins yeah. after the All-Star break. They all exactly the game, and Sanchez, even in that short amount of time, almost won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, if you know. have the well, opportunity but, but, to trade for, for stars, you do it. I'm, I'm sick of it, and I'm sick of the writers, and I'm sick of the fact that we always get disrespected when it comes to awards. Like, it really annoys me. Like, DJ LeMahieu, bad. <laughs> Basically 400 for the entire year. And he still didn't even get close to winning the MVP this year. I mean, what does the man have to do? You know? You've got to walk on water. Exactly. And they'll still give it to somebody else. Of course, because they they come up with the different rules, as you mentioned, the Matsui one. You know? Or Tanaka. Oh, he's not really a real rookie, but when somebody else does it, oh, yeah, yeah, no, they're they're a rookie. Do you know what I mean? They Otani. gave it to Otani. Yeah, exactly. He played a professional game. Otani won that award before the first freaking game. There was no way that they – before the season started, they gave him that award. John Heyman literally campaigned for him. Yeah. It was pathetic. Oh, my God. He, he's a two-way player. He's amazing. Oh, we're going to ignore the fact that he had a professional career for six years in Japan. Fuck that shit. But give him the award because – and Duhar didn't do anything. It's, it pisses me off because it was really close. And they and Heyman even said to me, oh, it wasn't even close. Yeah, Heyman, it was really, really close. And you gave it to him because you didn't want to give it to a Yankee. And you ignored facts about his 
previous career. So seriously, you're you're a fake well, reporter. To and, me. You don't know anything. Broke the record for doubles in a season by a rookie. What rookie record did Otani break? Nothing. Not a goddamn exactly. thing. And he's he's injured every other year because he's trying to be this superpower talent. When we've already established, only Babe Ruth does that shit. It's not realistic. Exactly. Like Jesus Christ, it's a hard thing to do. But no, <laughs> let's keep letting Otani do it and talking like he's a goddamn god. It just yeah, shows yeah. that they rewrite the rules whenever we're involved. They're, you know, yeah. they rewrite the rules on on what the voting is or or what counts as an MVP. Or when that one of the judge, that was another joke. Oh my god, that was the best example. Yep. 50 homers, 50 home runs year? Yeah, but he's not, you know, he got rookie of the year, which we were happy about. He earned it. But he should have also been the MVP. Never got it. I couldn't believe I it. it. I, I don't understand what the... The most egregious one was Derek Jeter. There is not one reporter that can give a legitimate reason of why all these Yankees get screwed all the time. And Brett Gardner is the one that should be screaming the loudest, like Evan said. What more does that guy have to do? Or DJ LeMayu, what more does he have to do to get that recognition from the game that they give everything to? So I just looked up Otani's stats in Japan. He literally played five years of ball starting at the age of 17. So get the fuck out of here. He was a professional from age 17, just like Gary Sanchez. So stop it. I don't care if it's the independent Gaga Gaga leagues or Japan. He's still a professional player. And he's been just as injury prone as any other player. Thank God. He <laughs> Dude can't pitch. He breaks his elbow every fucking season. But nope, nope. He's the best because he can do both. Yep. I could do both too. I used to pitch and hit. I mean, I could walk and chew gum. I don't, you don't, they don't, you don't see me getting awards. I'd like to see that actually. It's very hard to, hard to do that. If this video gets a hundred likes, <laughs> I'm a walking shoe gum. <laughs> well, no one wanted to see me as Cupid. I'm a little disappointed. I was going to wear a big diaper. I almost but 97 RBIs, 34 stolen bases, and didn't win the MVP award to Justin Morneau. I've never ever forgave. That happened. Oh, that was ever. the dumbest. That was the dumbest uh, MVP voting ever. It was the biggest disgrace. It was one of the biggest disgrace of all time. That's what cost him that one vote in the Hall of Fame voting. He didn't have that MVP. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, and come on, Justin Morneau was a good player, but he was never MVP. Now, yeah. He had one amazing season, whereas Derek Jeter was consistently at the top of his game. Yeah, I mean, just those numbers there are crazy. <laughs> Rob, what do you think? Ice for, for a leadoff hitter slash number two hitter. Huh? You're pretty quiet today. Oh, no, just you, you guys are pretty much saying everything I would have to say. I was going to mention Judge in 2017 that he should have won it. It's just, you know, we're used to this by now. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's infuriating that every year we, that a Yankee probably should win an award. They don't, but um, I've come to expect it. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but why doesn't this happen in any other sport? It's like baseball writers and everyone are the most petty people on earth. We hold everything as a fucking grudge for like 100 years. No <laughs> other sport does that. We saw it with the Hall of Fame. You know, that's yeah. why, you know, Bonds isn't in yet. 
No, but like, Clemens look at the Patriots, for example. They've done more dirty shit than the Yankees have, yet they're one of the most beloved teams ever, and no one mentions all the nasty crap they do, all the racist crap in Boston. Like, it's just never mentioned in football that, that they're technically an evil team. No, because it, it's they're not the Yankees. That's that. That's the more they are. They're the Yankees that, of football. That's the whole point of this episode. If they're not the Yankees, they're praised. If they're the Yankees, it's not worth. It's not newsworthy. They don't get the credit. Correct. You know what? And enough's enough. You, you know they they need to be held accountable. You know, if we say something that's all you know, where we're off base on. At least we have the balls to say that we were wrong. They don't. You know, I was wrong to think that Sanchez was going to, you know, have a bounce back year last year. You know, I figure 60 games, he'll stay healthy the whole year and he'll really be able to prove his worth because it, 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 was, a, it was a weird season to begin with. So I thought he would have an edge. I was wrong. I'll admit it. And now he's got a lot to prove. Because one thing that we still need to discuss is the fact that Cheerios is now on the Yankees on a minor league. I hate Cheerios. Um, they don't even taste good. I hate him. Never mind. He was they, a fucking cheater with the 2017 Astros. I what he like said him. there about the Yankee fans uh, was, I think you know the video I'm re- referring to. I do, and I'm going to boo the fuck out of him. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the biggest fan base in the world, <laughs> you know, and one of the most loyal, passionate, knowledgeable fan bases, you know, and well, he just, he's just, he's just so, it just, he just, he, he exonerates everything. He's everything that we hated about the Astros that year. He just, he's everything wrapped up. He's one of those guys. He was just an asshole, frankly. No, and ignorant. And plus, uh, no, I don't like to comment on how a man looks, but he looks really dirty with that gross ass fucking chin beard. Well, we know he's not going to be gone now, so can't wait. So some people just don't look good with beards. <laughs> that's why the Yankees don't have a facial hair. You know, no, that's why they have the no facial hair policy from beards like that. But he's not even a particularly good defensive catcher. I mean, no. I'm not entirely sure why we brought him in. He has some another pop. I mean, I always viewed him as an offensive catcher, and that's not what we need. We don't need another guy that can hit home runs. We need a guy who can block the plate and work well with the pitching staff. Well, yeah, I mean, he had Gary Sanchez type year last year, so I, I still, I know he's only a third catcher. Better off, I, I think Evan said it. You know, before we recorded, they were better off just bringing back Romine. Yeah, Romine literally got like a million dollars, which I I guess the Yankees are really penny pinching, but that's not too much. <laughs> are, are you kidding? Well, me? That's how much Torino. I is didn't see the Romine money. deal. Sorry, was it just one million? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. one year, one million to the Cubs, but I gotta go look it up. What? That's that's robbery. I might be wrong. Let's let's see. That is robbery. He's a really good catcher. That's what I was saying. Evan was, shoot, you know, was shooting me down for it. <laughs> you start for the Yankees, man. I'm well, sorry. You, you you were giving him a little too much. I, I was exaggerating. <laughs> January 22nd, Romine gets 
1.5 million guaranteed with the Cubs. That's unbelievable. Still, that's, though, about, that's, well, that's about what we're going to give Chirinos if he makes the team. It's a minor league deal again, so again, there's no guarantee yeah. with any. I hope he doesn't make it. We go ahead, Gashioka. I know though the Yankees love Higashioka. I think that's I like why Higgy. he him. No, Higgy's legit. I have no problem with Higgy. You know, it might not have – you know, his bat might not be the greatest, but he, he is good behind the plate. And he's yeah. also been in the organization for, what, like 10 yeah. years in the minors, so he's worked with pretty much everyone just like um, Kratz did. I loved Kratz. I can't wait to see him become a coach soon. Oh, he'll be a manager. I hope he becomes For a sure. I, th- I think he's a coach in our minor league system now, but I can't remember what they did with him. Yeah, I don't remember off the cusp, but, you know, another, the other thing that people keep forgetting with, you know, or they mention but not enough with, with Higgy is his chemistry with Cole. You know, that's that, that's imp- that cannot be downplayed of how important that is. You know, so... It's not like Higgy's going anywhere. You know, Gary's not going anywhere because Cashman adopted him for life. You know. <laughs> He's going to be a Yankee for 20 years if Cashman has his say in it. Fine ben, with that. I think Ben's been adopted for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mean, I would be happy about it. Because Gary is going to prove you wrong this year. I hope yeah, he does. I, said it. I hope he does because I've had his back for so long and gotten my ass kicked for it. I've been dragged through and every time that something went wrong. I have my cousin, cousin Colleen, and my friend Paul texting me hashtag can't Sanchez, and <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> Well, I'm going to try and be a better fan. <laughs> you know, and I hope, you know, it, it's, I need my cat cracking. I mean, I know. I you know, come on. <laughs> I really <laughs> want this guy to freaking succeed so I can say I was right because I'm very rarely right on a player. I, really I don't think you can say you're right anyway because it took four years to get there. Like, it's... Hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> if he doesn't do it this year, I'm done with him. I'm not. I'm uh, not going to be an idiot and say, "Oh my God, next year maybe he's going to hit his potential again." I'm going to sound right. like fucking Lupica. <laughs> no, my patience is very much wearing thin on it. You know, but I'm going to try and give him a better chance because I've been hating on him professionally for a good strong year and a half. So <laughs> I'm going to try and be a. I'm going to try and take a step back and give him a chance to, to prove. Whether to it's Sanchez, whether it's Stanton, you know, no matter who it is, even if Cheerio comes up to play, you know, they're wearing that <laughs> uniform. I'm going to hope for the best outcome. You know, so that's my stance on it. I can, and, and if they don't follow through and they don't come through, I'm, I'm going to voice my opinion. But if they're wearing that jersey, then I have their back. I'm going to hope for the best. And that, that's, that's being a fan. You know, not, not counting it as an out before they even come up, you know, before they swing the bat. You know, it's, it's not a pitcher up there. You know, that's an automatic out. <laughs> he was close there last year, bro. 
Be much close. <laughs> but last, wait, I thought you didn't count last year because it was only 60 games. <laughs> I think you count last year, but you don't hold the assessment as high as it would no, be for yeah. 162. No, I, that's, all. that's all I say. I'm pretty sure that was Brian Cashman's assessment. I think that's pretty much what he assessed. I, he was far yeah. from happy with Sanchez. He's already admitted it, but I don't think he wanted to give up on him over a course of 60 games, which is which is fair when you've, you know, he's, he's put a lot into him. So it's only fair that he gives him a full season. Right. Plus you, with a position like catcher, you cannot give up on it unless you have a concrete replacement and we don't yet, we won't for a couple of years. So, although I think Josh uh, Brax or whatever, he, he's going to be an interesting player to watch. I think it's pronounced bro, actually. Bro, Brax, whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of really good uh, catchers in our in our system. Well, if we gave up on players after a 60 game season, then Sanchez and Torres should both be gone. If that's the case, because Torres can't play shortstop apparently, according to well, the that's, fans. That's another example of some short sightedness from Yankee fans because a lot of them have already kind of given up on Torres. They're already wanting to put him in trades and things like that. Did you guys forget? I mean, how phenomenal he was for all the the year prior and the year before that. He was incredible. Because oh, Yankee fans are spoiled. We yeah. all are. Well, I'll admit it. I'm spoiled. I, I I root for the best franchise in sports, but we we forgot how to be patient. Not you know, it's not going to happen overnight. The guy came up. He was he was a, a shortstop prospect who was asked to play second base because we had Didi. When Didi left, we put him back in a position. He's got to adjust. It was yeah. a very weird – we had two spring trainings last year. You know, when you're trying to readjust to a position, it does, especially with, with the range you need for shortstop, it's not going to happen overnight. I really think that if we had a regular spring training in the season last year, Torres would have been just fine and would not be getting criticized the way he is. I probably agree with that, yeah. I do think you'll see a slight improvement in shortstop. I don't think he's going to be a – a plus defender at short, but I think he'll be more than That's adequate. Okay. He's not going to be a liability. He can hold his own at shortstop yeah. and put up solid numbers at the plate. You don't need to hit 50 home runs. Hit 25 home runs, 30 doubles, you know, bring in 100, you know, have an 100 RBIs. That's fine. That's what we need. Exactly. You know, we don't need, we don't need a, a, a superstar in every freaking position. Although I think he is. I think he's, well, he's a but we don't need one in every position like every fan wants. That's no. not realistic, and we can't say that enough here. What's up, Ev? No. <laughs> Wait, do we actually leave you speechless on something? I think we're all in agreement for once. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what are you saying, bro? <clears throat> About yeah. Torres, I I think he's gonna be fine. You know. I, yeah. Giving up on him after 40 games, whatever he played last year, is, is ridiculous. It, it, it's so unfair to him. He's he had so a few unfair. bad plays. You know, because if we gave up on players as fast as Twitter does, then the Yankees would be a complete mess right now. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they, we wouldn't even be looking at winning seasons anymore. No, and look how fast Yankees fans jump from who they want to who they don't want. They wanted Lindor for the past three years, and the second he goes to the Mets, Trevor Story, get Trevor Story, replace him. Like, it's so stupid. I don't understand why 
they think that Trevor Story would come in here and suddenly be better than Torres. You'd have plenty of issues with him as well. Yeah. I, I think that's a downgrade to get Story over Torres. No, I'm not a big fan of Story, to be honest. I'd rather have Kyle Seeger, uh, the other Seeger. Not Kyle. What's his? Uh, Corey Seeger. Corey. Um, all right. Well, listen, we're going to wrap this episode up. We'll be back tomorrow morning. And, um, we hope everybody has a good day. Stay safe, stay smart, enjoy yourself.